in the house, coming live from Ladera Ranch, California. I'm hoping and praying my audio is on. I don't have my old old school mic that tells me when it's on or not, so I'm looking at the system mic. I may have to do what I did last time and call in to see if I can hear myself. I hate to sit here and record a whole show. I will get this down one of these days, guys, I promise. It's kind of coming back, putting, getting back in the saddle. Also, I need to turn on my recording here with YouTube. All right. Got YouTube going here. Connor Watson in the house, YouTube. I am recording my second um, podcast here. I just want to check audio and make sure all is good. I'm going to call in to the show number and make sure I can hear myself before I start doing all of this and then find out the mic was off the whole time. So let's just call in and see what's up, what's up. The caller pops up. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Um, sorry, somebody's calling in and messing up my YouTube video. Someone just called. I got to put my do not disturb on. Let's do YouTube. All right, guys. So welcome to this episode of Blog Talk Radio, ACG Body Talk. Uh, probably updating the name soon. I just need to um, get rid of this video here and come back and do another one. Uh, all right. I got a little glare here, but it's all good. All right, guys. So this podcast, we're talking about. Oops, sorry, over my. We're talking about intermittent fasting and the advanced AG diet protocol, and how I recommend people doing it. I did a short video on this subject um, a while back. I got a lot of questions on it, and so I wanted to be, get a little bit more detailed with how how I implement the, uh, IF with the AG diet and how I recommend you do it, and some tips that uh, you must follow in order to have success because. As you know, our advanced AC diet protocol, it's all about burning fat and building lean muscle. And my philosophy has been, and the success of my clients have been, for every 20 pounds of fat you lose, you're able to put on two, three, or even five pounds of lean muscle, depending on your gender and depending on your exercise regimen. Um, so, you know, I, I'm one of those people on a synthesizer. You know, I basically find different um, protocols that are out there. And I, my curiosity gets the best of me, and I kind of go, I wonder if I put combine these two, if they would work. And sometimes they've been colossal failures, and sometimes they've been really huge successes. So uh, the next one you hear about later on in a few weeks is my um, my um, keto hack, my ACG keto hack, which has been extremely popular. The ladies love it, 
and they're having great success as well. But IF is really good because we don't know intermittent fasting has been, been around since the beginning of time. And it's like, you know, the bottom line is our, our, our forefathers and our, even our cavemen at the time had no choice but intermittent fast because, you know, it was either feast or famine. So they would, you know, they would go out and hunt and catch a, you know, catch a good kill, feed the, feed the family or the tribe or, the, or, or the, the family, and then it would run out and they'd have to go hunting again. So the times that they didn't have food, they would have to go into a fasted mode. Um, the goal with this now, with modern day, as it become more, it became, it kind of has been resurrected as a technique to help people burn more fat um, and get lean. But it also does a lot, lot other things that people may or may not know. I mean, besides the weight loss aspect of I mean, intermittent fasting, I mean, you know, the stuff it does for increasing your energy, um, helping to reduce type two diabetes, um, helping to uh, increase your energy, your let, uh, you know, regulate your leptin which controls your appetite. So a lot of people that are obese, they have a leptin problem that their body doesn't signal to them that they're actually full or satiated, so they're constantly hungry and eating. Um, That's one of the downsides. So, I mean, there's a lot of really cool stuff that happens when you're intermittent fast, stabilizing blood sugar, um, just a lot of cool stuff. So increasing insulin, IGF-1, I mean, tons of really good stuff that come from intermittent fasting. But you got to be careful between intermittent fasting and starvation. So intermittent fasting is, is a is a choice, you know, in order to not eat in strategic time frames. And starvation is basically just not giving the body what it needs. So if you shut down the body through a starvation mechanism and you'll then in turn utilize start to utilize muscle as fuel. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about strategically using time frames of eating along with the advanced H D diet protocol. And I say the advanced H D diet protocol intentionally, guys. I call my protocol the advanced AC diet protocol because, in fact, I felt, based on my own trials and tribulations and, and the fact of, you know, losing a ton of fat the first time on the Simeon's protocol and then coming back and doing it again and losing tons of muscle. And actually, I lost tons of muscle the first time, but I didn't know it because of the fact that I was so happy with the fact that I looked so good. I didn't notice when I actually started measuring lean muscle mass to fat. The protocol in today's in today's environment, the three and a half ounces of protein across the board just was not sufficient enough to maintain lean muscle and burn fat simultaneously, especially for anybody that wanted to be athletic. I think where most people are grateful the fact that I came on the planet or came on the stage with the AC advanced diet protocol nine years ago are people who are athletes, either athletes that got they either had injuries and gained a lot of weight and needed to lose it, or people who are athletic who want to be athletic, or finally those who may not be athletic but want to look athletic by the time they're done with the with the uh, fat loss protocol so by being able to implement um, the different things that I've done throughout the your modification I've done the protocol I've only modified things uh, number one brought the protocol in the 21st century but I've modified things that 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 for some reason didn't make sense to me then I would experiment to see if I was right and I would experiment with my entire family then I would experiment with clients they were willing to try because they wanted to you know, push the envelope and my results came back. And those are the things that I put in my book and I put forward in the podcast and information. So everything I do is try tried and, and trialed, tried and tested multiple times with all genders and age groups to make sure that what I'm telling you is going to work. So when I tell you intermittent fasting, along with the advanced diet protocol, when I say advanced, meaning that we have the higher, in, higher input of uh, proteins, and carbs, higher calorie intake, um, strategically eating at, at meal times at certain times throughout the day in order to maximize fat loss and increase muscle. 
this is what I'm talking about. So when I refer, when you hear me referring to the advanced diet protocol, I'm not saying grab any protocol you have out there or grab the old stimulus protocol out there and then try to implement this stuff because it could actually backfire on you. So I want to make that uh, disclaimer so someone doesn't say, I did what you told me to do and didn't work. When you're following my protocol, it will definitely work, okay? So um, with that said, I'm going to have to put my specs on here to read some of my, point, my bullet points. Um, Bottom line is, is that um, when you combine IF with the, with the advanced use diet protocol, there's a, few, there's a few pointers I wanted to make sure that I laid out in this plan. So number one, if you have a choice of using doing, you know, the, the, the extreme is, you know, 20, you know, 20 hours on, 20 hours fasting, four hours eating window. It's very difficult for the average person. I find that the people that that need this type of protocol have. I have clients that are like ER doctors or people that work third shifts throughout the night, and especially people that are in the medical field like ER doctors. They don't have a window, uh, even though that that they're fasting a lot more than they usually most people would, but they don't have a window to get all that food in. So they're able to actually, it's better for them if they just don't eat and then they pile those calories in at that one time. But it's challenging to do that. The the more popular is the 12-hour fast, basically. You stop at 8 at night, you start again at 8 o'clock in the morning eating again. Um, for more most effective, I would say, is the 14 to 16-hour window. Um, so what I like to do, basically, is I, I'll usually do a 16-8 or a 14-10 um, type split, which I'm fasting for 14 hours and have a 10-hour window uh, to, window to eat. Now, what's really important though is that I always start every morning with a bulletproof coffee with MCT oil in it, which is going to help me help me start to, to call on those fat reserves that's being flushed into our blood system from the ACG hormone. So that also keeps me satiated for longer throughout the day and gives me energy in order for me to function and my brain to function, my, you know, my clarity and everything going this as well and clear as I go later into the afternoon. So I may not even have my first meal when I'm on protocol doing IF. Now, I'm not on protocol now, so I'm just going to tell you what I'm doing on protocol. I would um, go to about 2 p.m. 2 p.m. and have my first meal. I have my first meal, my snack, it's either my keto snack or fruit snack. So let's just not, I don't want to confuse you. So assuming you're doing the advanced basic protocol where there's two and a half to three fruits a day, two meals and two proteins and vegetables and a, and a salad as an additional source of vegetable for those of you who choose to have that. So I would have my protein vegetable salad. I'd have my fruit three hours later. Um, I'd go train in the gym and then I would have my post uh, workout meal, which is my second meal, along, and then I have my fruit um, around eight, eight o'clock, eight thirty, and cut off at eight thirty. So that's how I break down the day for me personally. Bulletproof coffee in the morning, and, and the bulletproof coffee, as long as it's calorically in, in point, um, just having one tablespoon of MCT oil, coffee, stevia, and a table two, one or two tablespoons of cream, um, calorically is still only under two hundred calories. Um, roughly under 200 calories, so you're not breaking your fast by having that bulletproof coffee. Some people do better even just having black coffee with MCT oil in it and stevia, uh, or whatever your artificial stevia is the best to use, in my opinion. Um, black coffee even works better for those of you who want to have that latte and, and, and kind of enjoy the coffee at the same time. It won't hurt as long as you don't go overboard with the cream. So that's what I recommend in the morning, and then we go ahead and have the have your fast throughout the rest of the day. The earliest you want to eat is is noon, um, in my opinion. Uh, if you're doing a if you're doing a you know a fourteen 
hour fast or a 16 hour fast. If you're doing a 10 hour fast, then of course, then the first thing in the morning, but just know that as soon as you put food, especially fruit in your body, um, first thing in the morning, you're shutting down the fat burning process. And now you're going back into utilizing those calories um, to process food. So with that said, I'm going to put my bullet points I want to get to real quick before I um, end the podcast. I have a short time today. I got a busy schedule, but I definitely wanted to get my, keep my promise to myself to get this podcast out this week to you guys. So bulletproofs are um, start the morning with the, um, your, your morning fast with a bulletproof coffee or tea. Uh, some people prefer tea, don't like coffee. You can do decaf uh, or caffeine. It's up to you. Caffeine seems to hurt those people that, that, are, that are exercising or just want that extra boost in the morning. The second thing you want to do is to choose the fasting window, how long or how short you want to fast. So you can do eight hour, eight hour fast, 10 hour fast, 12 hour fast, 16 hour fast. And for those of you who are extremely aggressive, you can do a 20 hour fast. Or you can alternate doing a, you know, one, maybe one 20 hour fast a week, two 20 hour fasts a week. Um, calorically over time that's why intermittent fasting works because all your total calories are cut throughout the day but on the ATG protocol you want to make sure that you never are cutting your calories that every single day your total calories are the same so your body's just burning the rest of those calories for fuel but you never under eat and I'm going to talk about that in a second that you want to always make sure that you are um, eating all the food that you get in, so you get that you're supposed to get in for the day Sorry, guys. I got to drink a gallon of water, almost two gallons a day, actually. So this is my first gallon, and it's 10.45, and I'm almost halfway through. Anyway, um, the next thing you want to do is a few things you want to remember with IF and the AC diet is that you must get all your meals in. That is that is absolutely necessary. This is this is the part where people really make the, make the mistake. The protocol is phenomenal. It works fantastic. But how you can turn off the switch really quickly is under eat. That was one of the main problems I found with the Simeon's protocol. Dr. Simeon's is brilliant. I didn't, I didn't change the fundamental, uh, the fundamentals of the protocol. All I changed was the macronutrients because back in the 1950s, everything was pretty much organic. Now you can buy a chicken breast that can weigh 11 ounces and not be necessarily five ounces of uh, 11 ounces, but not necessarily have all the protein in that you want because it's weighing heavy because of salt water and hormones and heavy. So I found when I recently did the protocol in my first three or two or three experiments, when I put all the protein um, combinations together with vegetables and the fruits, I was hitting under 500. Some days I hit over 500 depending on the choice of protein, but more days than not, I was hitting hair, hair under at 475, 450. Some days I was even low as 375. That will put your body into starvation mode. That will turn the, put the brakes on your losing weight rapidly. I mean, right away. So if some of you guys have been following the protocol to the letter, the old protocol to the letter, you can't figure out why you're stalling, even though you're doing everything right. That could be one of the main reasons why you're stalling. So what I did with the advanced protocol, I made every single protein combination weight each protein weighs differently to make sure all the calories, no matter how you put the foods together. So I want you to, I want you counting portions, not calories. It's about how you put the portions together. Doesn't matter what protein or recipe you chose, as long as you have your two or three fruits a day, you are always over 550 calories. And in some cases on our training days, I have you go up to 700, 800 calories a day. Um, some of my private clients, we go even higher because of the output they're putting in. So ultimately, my low is 550. My moderate high is, is 750 for the average person who's not overly athletic, who's just doing cardio and a little bit of training. But those who are, those who are doing more aggressive training, 
then I have the gravity go up a little bit higher. But every everyone, each individual is different. So you're safe at 550 and 750, no matter what you do. Okay. Four, um, uh, four is, four is um, start slowly with your fasting window. Some people come out of the gate and they go balls to the wall, right? With anything new, guys, number one, it takes adapting. You got to get used to it. Um, so you want to make sure that you don't go out and do a 16-hour fast and then try to make it you know, make it to lunch and then you're starving yourself or you feel hungry a week or something like that. Start small. Do a 12-hour you know, from 8.30 to 8.30 in the morning. Then do a 10-hour, then do a 12-hour, then hit to the 16-hour. Some of you will find your sweet spot between 14, 12 and 16 hours as your sweet, part, a sweet spot for fasting. And there's no hard and fast rule. If you've already been sleeping, you've already been, you've already been sleeping and fasting for most of you for, for probably 10 hours. Um, eight to 10 hours. Um, so you've already done a lot of the work. It's a lot of it's done during your sleep time. But you also want to make it, make it that you don't sit there and force yourself to um, make it to 12 or 1 o'clock. If you're hungry, feed the beast. Bottom line is you don't want to set yourself up if you get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, you're not overly hungry, that some, someone brings something to you and puts something in front of you, and now you're so freaking hungry that you just got to eat something or you go into the grocery store and you just start picking up whatever you see because you're already too hungry. Feed the beast if you get hungry, but start to train your body slowly to be able to fast for longer periods of time. Um, number five, uh, it's best to do your cardio in the morning if possible and your weight training in the evening if possible. Now, not everybody can make it to the gym two times a day. If you have home equipment, then you're, it's easier for you to break it up. Um, I'm always a fan of, 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 Fasted cardio, tap into the fat stores much faster, um, and then training after you've had food in your system. A lot of people train early in the morning. They don't have enough nutrients in their body, not enough calories in their body, enough um, nutrition in their body to actually formulate the muscle and build the muscle they want to build. So that's why I was, uh, I'm always saying in my advanced protocol that if you go to train, if you train in the morning on a fasted state, you got to immediately come home and have your 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 scrambled egg whites and your, your protein and your vegetable right away to, to feed the muscle. Have a fruit there as a sugar to catalyst to actually, to actually transport those, those, that protein and carbs, healthy carbs, into the muscle once you've broken them down. Um, ideally, if you can do fasted cardio in the morning, and then for those of you who just want killer results, you do fasted cardio in the morning, and you commit to doing your training in the evening after you've had that first, first meal and those, those, those one or two snacks in between, and then feed yourself post-workout for your last meal of the day. Um, that would be the ideal window for me. Um, number six, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I mean, guys, you know what? I, I preach this all the time. This is the key to this. I have some um, BCAAs in here, but this is why it's pink. But this is the key to, to really releasing massive amounts of fat during your training process. Most people are most people are dehydrated and they're, and they're basically holding on the fat. And if you just wanted to increase your body fat losses in on the pro, on protocol by an extra pound or two a week, hit a gallon or more of water a day. It flushes out the fat cells. It flush. It allows you to release all the toxins in the body. Um, this is going to make a difference in your IF protocol or your non-IF protocol. This is this is a mandatory thing. A gallon of water a day or more. All right. Number seven. Um, for those of you who are athletes who want to add a few pounds of lean muscle, you must go higher in protein on every training or lifting day. So as you guys know, for those of you, if you follow my advanced exercise protocol, I have 
I have a, a menu I put in there for training days and for non-training days. For non-training days, I take in more protein and more calories, especially meal timing right after my right after my, my uh, workout is the best timing for me within that hour, um, within an hour of me leaving the gym. Um, that's where we get the 550 to 750. All that extra 250 calories uh, or 200 calories is basically protein, mostly protein with a little bit of carbs. So you're kind of having three meals, uh, three protein carb meals a day when you're on training days. That will make the difference of you being able to tear down and actually build muscle than you're just tearing down muscle and not having the, the, the benefit of getting it back on. So for those of you who want to push them out, also you got there's a sweet spot with ATG. You are still on a very low calorie um, protocol and you're getting a lot of fat calories from your stored fat, yes, but it's still, the difference of fat calories coming in onto your body and the difference from actually nutrients coming into your body um, they're, they're not, they're not, they're apples, they're not apples, they're apples and oranges. So you want to make sure that you're feeding the body what it needs based on the output that you're putting out. Okay. And let's see, is that last number eight? Is that last? Um, if you feel hungry during the day before you before your eating windows up, for God's sake, eat. I've already talked on that. Don't starve yourself. Don't let yourself feel weak or sick or, you know, slowly build up your IF ability. Um, slowly just you know, start with a 12-hour window, then go to 14, then go to 16. And for those of you that you have a work schedule that's easier for you to do 20 or anything in between, then knock it out. If not, um, I would say 16-8 is aggressive. Um, 14 hours is perfect, if depending on how your lifestyle is, okay? And let's see what I have here. Uh, the fasting has no standard duration, so bottom line is it doesn't matter if you're doing it for four hours or 14 hours or 40 hours. The benefit is still to your blood sugar and your, your leptin levels and your insulin levels and your IGF-1 all are pretty, all the same because you're getting more benefits the longer you do it. Um, and, and just keep it simple. If you're, um, um, if you, if you don't strategically think about your, I want you to strategically think about your training. If those are your exercises, which I do highly recommend, why don't you think about your training, your eating, your hydration, and your intermittent fasting as a, as a system that you're implementing and you're doing it strategically. Therefore, you're fasting for a strategic period of time. Your eating window is strategic. It means you're choosing to eat your biggest meal post-workout versus in the day or vice versa. Let me correct that. If you're training hard, you can have, a, have it the early in the day as long as you give yourself a couple hours to process and break it down and digest it before you lift. Um, and then you have your secondary meal. But if you're not training that hard, then have the bigger meal at the end of the day. Um, which, but, which, but you can actually tweak them around, which is not grain and stone. I know some of you guys are pretty a, you know, type A personalities, and you want to make sure that you're following everything to the letter. I leave you some wiggle room because some people get too locked into to the systems and formulas that if they can't do it right or exact, then they don't do it at all. I think they blew it. So I just want to give you some leeway. But for me, I'm here. I'm indeed. I'm on. I'm actually on my. On a 16-week, I call it my 16-week to Shredsville protocol, but I actually decided to be my first uh, fitness show, uh, physique show in June, and I hired a trainer and a coach to help me cut down. Hence, that's why my BCA is in my water. I have morning cardio sessions, and I have nighttime, uh, nighttime training sessions, and I'm eating six meals a day. I'm fasting for 12 hours um, because I need enough time to get all my meals in. And I have my biggest meals earlier. And, it, and it had three meals before I took up. I have three to four, four meals before I train and two meals post-training. So I'm getting a lot of food in and a lot of calories in before I actually go to the gym. But I also make sure I have enough hours of digestion 
before you, you start lifting. You don't want to be burping up stuff while you're while you're working out. Um, other than that, that's my that's my um, my ACGIF protocol. It's simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. It's just a matter of dragging out uh, dragging out more time that you're not eating, and adding it on top of your sleeping time, and then eating all of your food, getting all your calories in, in your eating window, whichever eating window you choose. Start slow and gradually increase. And then once you find your sweet spot, stick to that that plan throughout the rest of your duration. You'll be you'll you'll see amazing results. You'll you'll see get leaner faster. You'll see more rapid. Um, fat loss, if you're doing it correctly, if you're training too hard, then you know that you, how that window that can be. You can actually see the scale bounce around. But I want, I think people don't, people pay way too much attention to the scale and too little attention to body fat calculations. So I use an app on my phone. If you have an iPhone, I use Body Tracker to track my body fat percentage. And if you have a Droid, I use um, Body Cal, B-O-D-Y, capital C-A-L. Every week you put your measurements in. If you're a man or woman, you put your neck your waist, your hips, your height, and your age and your gender, and it gives you a body fat percentage. Every week when you do your measurements, that body fat percentage should be going down. Regardless of what the scale says, because especially those who are training, some of you are going to be swapping out, uh, gaining lean muscle and dropping more fat. So the scale may sometimes neutralize or, or be moving slowly. But if you're losing massive inches and you're losing massive body fat, the scale will catch up in time. Sometimes there's a delay in the scale. A lot of you pay way too much attention to the scale and get too caught up in the drama. So body fat calculations rule. So inches lost, inches, do your measurements every week, do your body fat calculations every week. Use the scale as another, as your third barometer. In my opinion, that two out of three in mass, that's the winning, that's the winning uh, ticket. So if your inches lost and your body fat, inches equal body fat. So those two are moving and the scales haven't been moving as effectively as you want. If you, if it shows you've lost body fat, 1% or 2% or even a half percent of body fat and you gain lean muscle or your muscle stayed the same, you haven't lost muscle and you lost inches off your waist and your neck and your hips and your thighs, that means you're winning, guys. That means you're, you're making the progress you need to make. The scale will catch up in time. Water holes, water holes in the body differently for everybody and that's what makes that scale move down. The more you drink and the more you flush, the more accurate your scale will be. That's it for me on HGIF. If you have any questions or comments, leave me leave them in the comment section below on YouTube. Uh, hit me up on on Facebook uh, Messenger or Facebook if you have any questions about this podcast. I'm glad to be back. I hope you find this information um, helpful. I went through it kind of quick, so you can play it back again. But like I said, I have a crazy schedule today. I have two new private clients I'm working with, and I have a bunch of stuff I got to get done. But I wanted to make sure that I kept the integrity with myself, my promise to myself to get this content out to you guys today. So with that said, namaste, enlighten me, meets and sees and greets the amazing light in you, YouTube, you guys on Blog Talk Radio. I appreciate you being here. Namaste. Let's close it out with a little bit of jams. Let's see whatever's on my Spotify. Uh, I want to listen to Pandora. Let's see which one is it. Is this the end what we started with? I appreciate you guys. And leave me any comments or any, any um. Anything you guys want to know about, you want me to talk about, topics you want me to cover, let me know, and I'll be happy to do that for you. All right? Peace.
Diamond, drop, follow. I get out of the 